welcome to the New Generation podcast. We're super excited you're joining us. We know that in these times, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of people going through a really tough time. So we want to get real with you and talk about mental health. And I want to introduce you to our guest, woo, Grace Lewis. She is an amazing woman of God, a pastor and a CBT therapist. And I'm super excited you're joining us. Welcome, Grace, to the podcast. Woo. Welcome, Abby. It's so good to speak to you remotely. I know, I know. We might have a few Wi-Fi issues, but that's okay. We're going to overcome it, and we're going to get through it. We're going to power through it. <laughs> how's, how's isolation been for you? I'm actually making the best of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to... No. Sorry. I'm, I'm gonna say, I was going to say, I've seen some photos of you in the rainbow-coloured tutu. <laughs> Yes, that's my dog walking outfit. <laughs> I actually love that. I would, I would so love it if someone walked past a window in just a rainbow coloured tutu. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. There's a lot of children where I stay. Oh, so, but got rainbows in their window. Yeah. So I thought it would become a rain, a walking rainbow. <laughs> oh, I actually love that. And what would, what do you say to someone who's going through this all like? struggling with their mental health for the, maybe the first time what would be just the first thing that you just say to them um maybe to calm them or just yeah those because I imagine a lot of people especially if it's their first time might feel really alone and not sure how to talk about it because it's all new because everyone's actually like technically in the same position of like everyone's on lockdown but everyone's going through different like having a different journey in lockdown as it were so what would you say to those people it's okay not to be okay yeah because this is a whole new experience for all of us yeah this is global it's not just you as an individual you have become part of a global community yeah you know being anxious and worrying at this point there's very few people that don't have some um experience of it yeah. even christian you know yeah. sure. You know, it's hey, it's been from the from the very get go in time itself. It's it's scriptural. We're we're encouraged not to worry. We're encouraged not to be anxious or be depressed. And it gives us tools and how to manage that within that. Yeah. thing. And it's also not something to be ashamed of or even increase your anxiety. So oh, I shouldn't be feeling like this. No, it's the human condition. Yeah, no, thanks so much for saying that because I'm believing that's going to encourage so many people because I know that, like, when you get into that, when you start to feel anxious or um, mental health first gets challenging, it's it's like a different, complete new world and you hear people talk about it, but when you go through it yourself for the first time, it can be really hard to talk about it for the first time and to share it. So I'm believing that's going to really encourage people to speak up and, um, yeah, and just kind of thank you Jesus for therapists um but what advice would you give everyone listening to have a healthy mind during this time like is there anything practically we can all do to um really help make our mind healthy because it's like in this time of isolation yeah. we're literally left alone with our thoughts like especially those yeah. who are isolated by themselves self-isolating you're literally left with your thoughts and sometimes you try and get busy like re-clean re-clean this re-clean that or do this that this and because lockdown so long 
you do still have moments of like just being left alone so what advice would you give to help people right. take the sports captive and so yeah about perspective right and one of the things like when I'm speaking to people on the phone is about changing even your wording yeah. like lockdown you're not shut in you're not locked in, you're being kept safe yeah I love that so even changing how you view it no being asked to stay at home is being kept safe so I am controlling my environment yeah I'm looking myself physically and mentally so at this point when you feel that you're out of control it's really good to see the things that you're able to control yeah I so strongly remind you that the one thing or one of the main things that you can control is your thoughts mm-hmm. right because therapist I look at the five the five model where the situation brings the thought the thought triggers the emotion you behave in a certain way and it also triggers how you feel it physically so this situation being in shutdown mm. kept safe within your own home that's a situation that triggers anxious thoughts yeah. right? and those thoughts become the emotion which is fear and anxiety and worry and you know, worried about the future, worried about what's going to happen, and then your behaviour. Now, that behaviour can look like um, you're not, you know, you might eat too much. You might go to other extremes or do seek other um, ways of coping that yeah. aren't maybe helpful. And then physically, one of the things about being anxious, the brain doesn't acknowledge that you're having a thought, the brain picks up that you're in danger. So when the brain picks up that you're in danger, it releases hormones called adrenaline and cortisol. And then these hormones want you to run, you know, as if you've been chased by the virus, right? It won't wait and you can't run. But what it does is it speeds up the heart rate, it gets your blood pressure up, it can make your stomach churn, it can make your throat dry. Yeah. And that is, can make you want to cough. <laughs> you go, oh, no. um, but it actually becomes physical. Yeah. So that what triggers the anxiety, which then triggers the brain to think you're in danger and releases these. So when you're you're on your own, you start to feel these physical symptoms, which then triggers, oh my goodness, there's something wrong with me. Right, or what's happening to me? Am I ill? Could it be, do I have this? You know, what's going on? Because that thought has triggered the emotion, which becomes then physical. So what I say to people is, you can control what you think. So therefore that controls the emotion, which will then prevent the adrenaline and cortisol being released. And that then you won't have that physical manifestation of the anxiety. But so many people think, I'm not going to think about this. I'm not going to think about this. So, Abby, what I want you to do, I'm going to do a wee exercise, right? Ooh, okay. So, Abby, I'll do, right? Okay. Okay. Do not think of a white horse in a green field. So, no matter what I say, I don't want you to think of a white horse in a green field. That's So what are you thinking about, Abby? I'm absolutely thinking about a white horse in a green field. 
so that's just to illustrate by I can't think about this. I can't think about this. It becomes the very thing yeah. that you think about. Yeah. So by even when the scripture says, you know, um when I th think on these things in Philippians 4 and 9, and it says, you know, think on these things. So it's telling you, don't be anxious, don't have the thoughts of your anxiety and your fears, but think on these things. So you're you're actually starting to look for things that are praiseworthy. You're starting to look for things that build you up. You're starting to look for things that are pure and that bring you joy. You, you're, you start to look for that. And what you then are doing is you're telling your brain you're no longer in danger. So the adrenaline cortisol stops. Yeah. So then you start to take control. So by take control of these things, take control of that anxious thought and replace it with and that in turn will you know, change the emotion, will change your behavior and will change you physically. Now I'm not saying that I want you to, you know, everything's wonderful, but you have a choice. Yeah, that's so interesting you say that because I was going to touch on that next because we're talking a lot about feelings and emotions and actually the, that you do have a choice of what you think, that you have the power of choice because a lot of times we, you hear people talk about like the power to choose and how like, our emotions can like absolutely absolutely hold us back and so if you could you just touch on that a bit more and like how how we can have that power to choose because I think something I found is in conversations with people in the past is like when you talk about the power of choice people are like yeah like I want to choose to think this but I can't help it and there's a, I feel like when it comes to mental health there's a lot of like maybe it's what you said before changing your language because I feel like there's a lot of languages like oh I can't do this like I can't this is just who I am yeah. So how do you choose to not let your mental health be who you are, but instead let who you are be the identity God's given you? Yeah, and that is so often it's a conversation. It's that negative, the negative conversation. And I'm not talking about, you know, all that positive, you know, we have to talk positively. Because it's within that is looking at what you speak over yourself, what you allow to be spoken over you. Yeah, and but especially at this time when um, we are being self-isolated, encourage yourself. Yeah, and you go, you know, you know, like you've got this, and it's even speak it out loud because even when it says that faith comes through hearing, yeah. right? Yeah. So you encourage yourself by speaking it over yourself. You know, I've got that, and it doesn't, you know, and it. It doesn't have to be huge. I was speaking to a woman yesterday and she's really, really struggling. And she said, but I, I can't do anything. I've not done it. And I said, did you get up this morning? Are you washed? Are you dressed? Yes. Yeah. And I've been a walk. Um, I've done some housework. I've and I went, yeah. So these are the things that you've actually accomplished. You're doing that. She didn't notice it. You know, they weren't huge things, but in her state of mental health, she was disqualifying yeah. the things that she was able to do. So it's actually taking time and reflecting on what you are doing, what you are achieving. Mm. Now, that being the case, if you are alone with your thoughts, choose to have good ones. Yeah. Choose to have, you know, proactive 
you know, like, what can I do? Yeah, sure. Be still. Yeah. No, don't let the anxious thought run away with you. But now there's a, a scary word that I will use, and people don't like it in general, yeah. and it's discipline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that word. <laughs> so it's discipline. Because the discipline brings freedom. Yeah. Right? Because, again, when things you feel as if you're out of control, you discipline yourself. You have a routine. Right? Don't just, you know, I'm finding myself, my day right now, being in the house, is flying in. Because there's so much that can be accomplished. Yeah. Oh my goodness, is that the time? Yeah. Because there's things I want to do, there's things that I am doing. So again, it's what you reflect on. But discipline and having a routine is so important. Yeah. Get up out of the pajamas. Yeah. You know, but I'm going out. No, get dressed. Yeah, and I feel like what you're saying is so true that routine is just is so important and do you have any advice for people who want to be still but just like in a way don't know how to be like how do you like say when you it's good old list it's like when you write that list of things you need to do and you look at it and you're like oh my days how am I going to do that so what advice yeah. can you give to people who maybe have a long list of things to do or just have a lot of thoughts in their head and want to be still is there anything practically that they can do to be still and just have some time of stillness. Manage your expectations for one. That's, oh, that's good. That is really good. Right. Um, you know, you're not, it's not your job to solve this virus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So somebody else is out there. You can pray for those guys that are out there having to do it. Yeah. But it's also prioritizing yeah you know um so it's managing expectations prioritizing actually finding a, a place of calm wherever you are yeah don't let even your environment get on top of you mm. try you know whether it's a chair and you just go do you know what i'm going to surround myself just sit in this chair i'm going to surround myself with things that are that i like yeah you know whether it's putting up pictures or just creating an, your own environment. Yeah. Just create a peaceful environment, whether that means hanging up your clothes. Yeah. You know, clearing the living room and just choosing what you're doing. Like in this stillness, when there's so much, well, in this, this time, there's so much information. Yeah. But it's that. God said, no, come, as come aside and rest. Be still, right? Yeah. Choose what you're, how much time you're on social media. Yeah. Social, I, I've even done a thing, if anybody wants to check out Piece by Piece, yeah. which is um, my face, Facebook. Explain a bit what Piece by Piece is. Piece by Piece is who I am. That's what I call my practice, and it's on Facebook. And I've put some little videos up, and I, I can even put on handouts that people can print off or just look. Yeah. Um, but it's and I've lost my train of thought. Anyway, um, so it's 
looking at that stillness, creating your environment, right? And um, there's little tools like I did one the other day, just put up a handout about the compassionate kit bag. Oh, love that. And it's collecting things that you enjoy. It can be collecting your, your music, like a book that you like to read or something that reminds you of another place and time. You know, it could even be being a blanket and you, you, you bring everything together so that it's in the one place. So that there's times where you feel, you know, oh, you know, I'm losing it here. Yeah. Well, you've got that space, you've got that all together and it's, you know, excuse me, you know, like you see children with a little soother. Yeah. But it calms them. Yeah. Well, it could, well, it have to hand your favourite scriptures. Yeah. Have to hand, you know, something that you feel comfortable in or yeah. just you know, manage your social distancing, which means don't listen to everything on Facebook. Don't have the news on 24-7. Yeah. You know, you can control what comes in. Yeah, sure. You know, and that, when you start to create your environment as opposed to having your environment created for you. That's so good. That will bring you stillness. Yeah. So allow yourself and say, no, I have permission. I give myself permission not to listen. Yeah. Not watch and take myself away. Yeah. So that you can find it as a space. And even, like, at this point, you'll find that there's more people, you know, in inverted commas, meditating. Yeah. Because it's it's trying to create and control a moment in time yeah. that just brings that salah moment. I know. It's like that, someone told me once, it's like when you, like, sit and breathe it, like, breathe in and out, it's like, the kind of, like, just picture breathing in the Holy Spirit, and it's like just breathing in the truth of God, and something I'm loving is that with TNG um so with our age group on Instagram on the stories we're doing uh we're going through acts so a chapter a day where someone's just studied it and just shares a, a, a few encouragements and honestly like I've I don't have really studied the book of, or I know I haven't studied the book of acts like this before and it has been so powerful to do because it's literally like gosh in the early church did they face a lot of persecution a lot of like struggles and it, it was just like mental like for them sometimes they they had to like hide they had to like just they couldn't just be as they were bold in their faith but they couldn't they didn't have all the freedom in the world and a lot of people I feel like see this lockdown as their freedom being taken away from them but it's actually like I love what you just said there is it you actually get to control that like you get to determine how much freedom you have because if you're like oh my freedom's being taken away from me you're gonna have that mindset of it's it's gone and you're gonna feel really trapped in your thoughts and your house and everything but actually just by changing the mindset and just by what you're saying it's just like gathering things together like whether it's verses whether it's worship songs and just being still and just like meditating over them because the word of god does say that to meditate yeah. on his word and just to and like from for a long time I struggled to understand what that meant and it's like now I see that as actually just just receiving the word of God and just letting it live within you and letting it just 
be your thoughts as it were because there's there's so many great verses during this time that are being shared about and but it's like actually taking time to really like receive them and really speak it over your life and um and just even there's a verse like be still and know that I'm God and it's like sometimes especially as Christians is like when things get anxious and everything we're like oh I shouldn't feel this way because God's got it like I cast all my cares on him but actually there's there's practical ways you can do that and it's okay that you're not okay because God's like look just be still like you don't have to do your list of things to do like just be still I'm God I'm here I've got you (laughs) and stuff so I love what you said um about that and I'm believing that that's going to really encourage people to start taking control start really realizing getting revelation that they have the power to choose um and start choosing their thoughts and choosing what they're living out um something like just that I was thinking of while you're saying that is um one emotion that I'm obsessed with is joy the joy of the lord I absolutely love joy and what you're saying so I found myself listening to the news a lot and I actually had to like be a con- make a conscious decision to like turn it off because let's just say it's not all happy clappy um but yeah. during, during this time um people it, it can be really hard to find joy and just because of all the uncertainty there so what advice would you give someone um to really find joy and there's a verse in- again that joy is just that hang out with them yeah you know and study who he is so that his joy will be made it's complete in you so that that again in knowing who he is and having the faith in him that is encompasses all things that you don't need to have an anxious thought that you know that he's got your back that he's in it with you and that brings encouragement that brings yeah. peace that brings joy yeah and then that he's got this yeah and he's got it's allowed oh, love it laughter is so allowed i love some laughter even sometimes and i have done this exercise so many times right i bet here's another exercise for you love it so repeat after me oh gosh <laughs> Wait, say that again. Repeat after me. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Ha ha ha. Ha like and you know when you think of like a memory in the past and it's like just you in the room knows that memory and it just sets you off laughing and you just can't stop people look at you weird I'm like no nah, I'm gonna carry on this laughter yeah. it is well, you know what? what were you thinking about when you were laughing I don't even know I was just laughing <laughs> I just absolutely 
I'm actually crying as well. Your body was doing, it was releasing your endorphins, it was releasing oh serotonin, your happy hormone. Oh my goodness. So it releases adrenaline and cortisol, laughter releases serotonin. So you're actually giving yourself medicine. Oh, I love it. That's your I'm going to try that on people. <laughs> people are going to think I'm so weird. <laughs> oh, there was one time where I'm going to share this. And just before we end, because um, I'm aware of time, um, just to so some of TNG has sent their questions in, um, and I just want to ask a few of them. So one of them is, firstly, thank you to all who sent them in, because we really appreciate you guys being honest with us. and. Um, yeah, and just wanting advice on this. Um, so one of them is, what's the best way to deal with isolation when you've been struggling with depression? Again, it's a change of perspective. Yeah. It's also reaching out to others. Yeah. When, even if it's just the one. Yeah. You know, you may, you're not alone, even in the isolation. We're so fortunate at this time when we have so much access to individuals and to people that you can reach out to the one. Yeah. And when, if you, again, if you have been diagnosed with depression, that's different from someone that's just feeling down. Yeah. So don't label yourself. Yeah, that's really good. Because you, unfortunately, when you have a label, you own it. Yeah. So just, you say, if I've been diagnosed with depression, because that's a whole different ballgame, as opposed to someone that's feeling isolated because they can't get out and meet their friends or do whatever. So it's lighten up on yourself. Yeah. You know, again, as we've spoken about expectations, you know, lower your expectation of yourself. Yeah, and the respect that you can't do everything, but you've also got the ability to take your time to do things, take the thoughts captive. It's all you know. Take the thoughts captive. Speak well to yourself. Speak well to yourself. Choose to be your own cheerleader, not your critic. Yeah, don't become your own bully and beat yourself up. You know, encourage yourself. Encourage yourself by what you can achieve, not what you can't. Um, again, it's a perspective. It's challenging what you thought. Put the the boundaries up. Yeah. Use a filter. You know, so many filters, especially when it comes to photographs. Yeah. Use a filter in your head. You yeah. know, you have to allow everything in. You you can stop it. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, and just to know something you said about like reaching out to the one is, um, as like an age group, we've been really open to this, is that if anyone is struggling and if anyone does want to talk to um, someone, please reach out to us at, at yeah. PNG Instagram and we have a Facebook page as well. Please don't hesitate to message us because like, that's what we're here for. Like I, I've said to so many people, I'm like, please ring me if you want to talk. Like, you don't have to have like a reason to ring, like know that to ring someone, you do not have to have a reason to ring them. You don't have to have a reason to get in touch with someone. Just, just do it. Like, and yeah. age group, like we'd love to be. Another question 
uh, we had is we kind of touched on it brief, um, before in the uh, before, but if you wouldn't mind just unpacking it a little, a little bit more, is what is the impact of ha having an unhealthy mind versus having a healthy mind? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> because you choose to think, remember what you think affects your emotions, your behaviours, and affects you physically. Yeah. You can, it's choice, and it's by looking at what you're thinking will affect so many areas. Yeah. You know, it, it affects everything. So it's about, even find, even in this at this point, it's in, well, what can I do? There's so many things that you can find out. You can educate yourself yeah. um, about what it is to have a healthy mind. Because so often if, if, if your focus is on the unhealthy, yeah. then that's me. So it's what can I do today to promote my health? And that, whether it's, believe it or not, getting up and doing Joe Wicks at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was talking about that last I, Okay, my, you know what, I'm going to set myself a goal. I literally, <laughs> I'm going to set myself a goal. Like, I'm going to make this public. So I do not do exercise. Like, I am the worst when it comes to it. Like, we were talking about it as an age group yesterday about working out and I'm like I don't even know what working out is I haven't been to a gym for years and everything but I've been seeing this Joe Wicks like every morning and it's even been like trending and everything and so my goal is that by the time like by the time this all is over I'm gonna do one I'm gonna, do one. I'm gonna try to get up and do one <laughs> workout would you want to be like they do. It's the bunny hops. I'm like, so today I've, I've not managed to do the, but I'm up. I am up and I am dressed. And I also, I'm, I'm in a virtual choir. Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness. So the cancer choir, Raise of Hope cancer choir that I was in, we are now meeting virtually on Zoom with that. our choir mistress and about representatives of about 17 other choirs wow that's amazing so that every morning oh. apart from today but i will do it this evening i love that that's so, so these are all good things for a healthy mind yeah you know exercise eating well don't you know gouge on chocolate you know <clears throat> abby <laughs> well <laughs> Um, exercise, sleep, sleep so important. Yeah, sleep is when your body heals itself and your mind processes the information and files it. So exercise, sleep, diet, thoughts, so much you can do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That and that's so true. And like, if you have any ideas, like, feel free to send them into us at C7TNG because, like, we've we've got a bunch of ideas but it's it's all about you guys and we want to um help you guys out as much as we can so if you do have any ideas feel free to send them our way uh, because there's like I, what i love about this time is the creativity people are getting yeah like the amount of things you could do with zoom okay i i'm gonna say this on behalf of a lot of people the amount of people who did not know about zoom before this all started is like crazy <laughs> like i didn't know about zoom but it's 
like what I'm really hoping is that even after this Zoom keeps going and people still keep meeting virtually as well as like physically uh, because there's so much uh, what well, I'm gonna leave it there because the other questions have been answered in the past but I just want to say thank you so much Grace for all your wisdom and knowledge that you shared with us um, I'm believing it's going to impact so many people and there's some people going to listen to this and really like go away and just kind of start making little changes to their lives which is going to help them have more of a healthy mind and live out more of the identity and purpose that God's given us because something we've got to remember during this time is that we still have a God-given purpose during this time yeah. we still things might not really be happening things might be cancelled where you're like oh my goodness I've prayed about that and it's happened and now I can't do that like but actually you still have a God-given purpose. Yeah. You still have a God-given identity in this time and you still have so much opportunity to live it out. Okay, you might live it out virtually, but you still have so much opportunity yeah. to live it out. So get creative and like send us what you're doing because we love to support in any way. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, really appreciate I've, it. I've enjoyed talking to you, Abby. I want to encourage you all. Um, church is online on Sunday at 11 a.m and 6 p.m. at online.c7church.com. We'd love to encourage you to come join us because um, it's just been so encouraging just watching everyone join online, what Pastor Jason's been saying and uh, preaching about. It's been so profound um, and so seasonal as well. Um, And it's a a lot of it's been about the owl. And I honestly didn't think there was so much to learn from an owl, but there is. Um, So I want to encourage you all to join. And there's also a live chat that starts 15 minutes before. If you have any issues getting on, please don't hesitate to message us. Um, And make sure you're following at C7TNG to stay up to date with all we're doing because there's a lot going on. And it's super fun and super exciting. Uh, But just to end, we're going to... Pastor Jason's been doing these daily encouragements on... um, on social media so at c7 church as well um which has just been really encouraging so we're going to end with one of those and we will see you for the next podcast thanks for listening and have the best week welcome to c7 online so glad you joined us and today's inspiration is going to be talking around prayer and the importance of building a rock solid life and one of the things we do is we get behind closed doors we get into our closet and we seek God. And yes, this is my closet as a way of illustrating the importance of it. No, I've not been in lockdown too long. It's just an illustration to help us understand that there are moments we need to get alone. We need to get alone with with God. In Jesus, Matthew 6, um, I would encourage you to read. It's a long passage. talks about praying, and he talks about not praying to be seen and not praying to be recognized, but carry the Spirit of the kingdom, which is getting alone with God and shutting off the noise of the world, shutting off all the distraction so that you can express your heart and you can also hear from God through his word as you devote yourself to the study of his word. And he says to get in behind closed doors or a closet where you can really do that well. And then he goes on, he says, well, this is how you pray. So he first deals with the spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer is don't do it to be seen. Don't do it to be acknowledged. Do it in a way that your heart can really, I guess, be honest and vulnerable before Him. Bring Him worship, bring Him honor. And then He goes on and says, this is how you pray. And this is where He goes through the Lord's Prayer. Many of us may know this prayer. It's our Father who is in heaven. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who've sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. It's a very powerful prayer. That prayer is not meant to be repetitive where you just say it over and over, but it is a prayer that you can begin to break down line by line. I won't do that today for the sake of time, but to encourage you that God wants you to take a moment to declare God is your Father in heaven. Declare praise to Him. Holy is His name. You pray His kingdom come, not your kingdom, but His kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We are praying that God's heaven would land on earth, that God's kingdom, His rulership would reign here on earth, that anything of the kingdom would be grounded and established in and through the believer's life, justice and righteousness and all the attributes that come with it. He talks about your daily need. Give us this day our daily bread. What is it you need? Bring them to God. It talks about dealing with, your, with forgiveness in your own life. God, as you've forgiven me, I'm forgiving other people. And so we make sure we are bringing our sins before God, making sure we're not holding anything against anybody. Because as we've received the grace of God, so we're passing the grace of God on. And we're praying that God will protect us from the evil one. I'm praying today that God will protect you um, from the, the results that is happening all over the globe right now with coronavirus. That God will keep you safe and keep the blood of Christ evident over your life. That you would walk in that covenant relationship with Him. And that you would continue to bring honor and praise to his name. That the word of God will be rich in your heart and vibrant out of your mouth. That God's praise will be continually a flow of the mind and of the heart of your own life. I want to encourage you today. Get into your closet. Not a literal closet. It's get alone with God. And find a space in your home that you can spend time with him and engage with him. Because I know through the scriptures and through personal experience, God loves to talk to his kids. And so why don't you make the effort, create some time to spend with him. And Jesus said, if you do this, you'll be rock solid. Rock solid. Rock solid. I love that. Rock solid. Not so you're wobbling in life. If you're struggling today, go pray. If you're fearful today, go pray. If you don't know what to do today, go pray. And God will make you rock solid. Hope you have a fantastic day. We'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow. God bless. We just want to quickly add that we've um, mentioned Grace's practice piece by piece, um, but we didn't really see where you could find it. So we're going to put um, a link to it below and you feel free to message um, Grace through it. She's more than happy to help. Grace, if you want to just add a bit more um, on how they can get in touch um, and the details behind it. You can get in touch via Facebook on Piece by Piece or on Instagram. Um, and you can private message me. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so if you would like help, please don't hesitate in reach, reaching out. Um, that's that's what everyone's here for. That's what Grace has offered. Um, so we appreciate you offering that um, because we don't want you to feel like you have to go through this alone. <laughs>